first off, let me say everything on this podcast is my opinion, not to be forced. Live your own experience. But smart people use other people's experiences not to make the same mistake. Welcome to the Unspoken Rules of Relationships. I started to make this podcast because I'm looking around the world and I can see that there is no love right now. Like Nobody knows what that is. Everybody's doing business deals. You can see it by the president. The last president we had was Donald Trump, and it's a businessman. Like You've seen him throughout history do business deals and business deals only. And as a people, we follow that. And I think we've been following it before he even got in office. So welcome to the do's and don'ts and the unspoken rules of relationships. Oh, man, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, so I had another caller talking to me the other day about women not getting help. I'm really lost and confused on this topic, honestly, because I say this, right? On average, if you're the same woman that says black men don't come to help you, but then you're also the black woman that says black men don't approach you, they should kind of tie together in my mind. Like, you know, if he doesn't even want to approach you without you needing help, why would he approach you when you need help? There must be something going on where there's a disconnect where he doesn't want to help you. And I can tell you what it is. It's multiple things. It's uh, the Me Too movement. You know, like um, what's next in line for the guy? He comes and you just scream rape and he goes to jail. Or, you know, you have an attitude or... You know, you think he's just trying to holler. He only stopped for this reason. Things of this nature that you put out there that men do only to get your attention. And then when you're in, you know, that place of need, he doesn't want to do these things because he knows that's kind of what he would do to get your attention in some degree. You know what I mean? And on another level, Most of the time, these are the guys you look down upon. The maintenance man doesn't make enough money for you. So, again, why would a guy want to even show you that type of skill? That he can change a tire. That he can be of an assistance at all with your car because then he's lowering his status on who he is to you. Like, you know? But... Some men love a damsel in distress and would love to go help you. In hopes of a phone number or some kind of engagement or something. But, you know, then that's using the field to an advantage, which women don't like. Which means, like, I really need to help and you out here trying to holler at me. You only pulled over to holler at me. Da, 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 da. And again, like I said... That same woman without a car walking down the street would be mad at the dude cat calling her, like, because either way he wants to holler at you. So it's all about your circumstances and environment and where you're at. So either way, when he sees you, no matter what you're in or where you're at, he would want to holler at you unless he feel like he can't for whatever reason. 
So maybe if he did see you in a Beamer or something, a Tesla or something like that, then he might not highlight you because he might feel like you out of his range or something like that. But if he see you walking, then it's like, oh, she need help. And I maybe I can help her. If you see your car broke down, like, oh, if I help her. This is a door opening for me to come and say, talk with her. This, that, and the other. But with the big Me Too movement going on with the women, I don't need a man situation. We see that and want to see when do you need a man? Maybe you will go out there and because basically most men would be like, well, where your boyfriend at? You're a boss chick, right? So where's AAA at? You know, all these options you would have if you were who you said you was or pronounced to be where you don't need a man to do anything. But you're in this situation where you're also mad because a man's not helping you. Then you'll say, oh, yeah, well, the white man pulled over and helped or the Mexican pulled over and helped and da-da-da-da. You know, people that's not scared because we're scared of our own people because we make it that way. You know, like, I would love to do a lot of different experiments, like, you know, uh, because, you know, here's the real, right? It's catcalling only if the dude's ugly, you know what I'm saying? If he's not ugly, then you love every second of it, you know what I'm saying? Then you want all that attention, you want the compliments. So if it's the right guy, so we don't know who the right guy is, you don't have a sign up that says this, for one, that a lot of times your range or who your guy should be is really too high. So, you know, it's one, it's one of them things like, you know, you're screaming for help in an arena that you're also pushing away to help. Like, you don't want the help. You keep screaming, I don't need you to pay for nothing. I don't need to, I got my own. But then you're over here also mad and upset when we're not helping. You kind of got to make it make sense as a whole. Like, you know, you want us to protect the black woman. You want us to help the black woman. But then tell the black man we're nothing. We're broke. We're scum of the earth. You don't need us. You're independent. You can do it all by yourself. We're dusty. I mean, you can go down the list on the names deadbeats you you just go down the list like I literally heard (laughs) another conversation where a girl was talking about her kids and because the dude lived in another not even another state he lived in another country and the girl went to the other country had sex with the guy got pregnant now he's going to be labeled as a deadbeat according to her if he doesn't move out his country to come to America to help her raise the baby keep in mind she called him told him he was pregnant he said come back over here you know rubbing her feet all this but if he don't move back he's automatically a deadbeat this is how easy it is He's going to be willing to send money, say he's going to video call, all that. But if he don't move back, then he's going to be a deadbeat. This is how quick we get labeled. But yet, 
we're supposed to save you. At the same time, something's going on with you. We we have to save you. But you're not saving us at all. In any circumstance, you wake up almost every morning with something negative to say about a man. Literally. It's like you're gearing up to say something negative. Somehow, some way. That's where it gets scary at. That's where it's like, well, what's really going on with your head? What's wrong? Maybe you need therapy. Like, this is your thoughts. You know, we talk about vibes. We talk about energy a lot here this year a lot, man. I don't think people understand what the difference is and stuff like that. I guess you kind of got to match their energy. So if it's negative, then it's positive to them, but it's negative energy. And that's what you're spilling out when you say these things about people that you know, a lot of times don't deserve it. We don't understand the words we're saying and how we're using them. There's a lot of things that only black people say. If you listen real closely to other races, they don't even say certain words the way we use them. And words are very powerful, believe it or not. So, here we are in a situation of needing help constantly now in all types of situations because you wouldn't mind help, you know, paying for a bill or two here at your house, right? From who? Because your friends are not giving you that, you know? So you want it from a man, which you also want to say is your friend, but we all know the difference, right? Because Men and women, you know, we don't see each other and just say, hey, that's going to be a great friend. We all know that. Like, we have to communicate and talk. And most of the time, our communication is based off of how good you look or if you got money, which is basically a relationship only, not a friendship. But women love to say, like, oh, I'm looking for a friend. I want him to be my best friend. And I understand that. I'm not saying that women and men shouldn't be friends in a relationship. But what I am saying is, that initial, oh, I'm looking for a friend act is really you're looking for a man. Like, you know, you're looking for a relationship. We just choose to use this word to soften it to not make it feel like something more than what it is. But that's exactly what it is. Because, again, anybody can be your friend. He doesn't have to have money to be your friend. He doesn't have to look good to be your friend. He doesn't have to be over six foot. He doesn't have to have a particular type of hair pattern or style. These type of things that we look for and then say that we're looking for a friend. Or even have the nerve to just say the other person's a friend. The definition of like friend zone is I was trying to holler, right? Somebody was trying to get at the other person and the other person was like, nah, I'm not having it. We could just be friends. Because there's no real way to just look at somebody and say, hey, we're going to be great friends. You have to physically like sit down, talk to them, conversate with them. And that's where we get into the dating world where women love to say, oh, well, you know, I'm just trying to see how everything goes. And, you know, if we can even be friends first. Well, make it make sense. If you're with your girlfriend, who's paying for dinner? Oh, y'all splitting it because y'all friends. But then you tell the dude that you're looking for a friend. 
and we can go out, but we only going to be friends, but then you're looking for the dude to pay, even though y'all supposed to be friends, so you should split it. If, especially if you're trying to see if y'all can be friends first, right? But that would make too much sense. That sounds too much like right. And then what kills me a lot is a lot of women love to save their money, and I just don't know. It, it seems like you're saving it to be single, in a sense, like, because if you're going to be with this person, what are you saving your money for? Why does he have to spend all his money and you get to save all your money? What are you saving it for unless you're planning on a life without that person? Or are you saving it for that person, too, for a rainy day, like when they don't have any more? At least you still got some for both of y'all. Is that your plan? Is that what we discuss? Or is it that you're holding money off for yourself in case y'all ever break up and at least you still got money? Thinking selfishly versus relationships. See, you're not thinking about lasting forever, making it, you know, stretch down the long run. You're thinking, hey, I may not be here long, even though your mouth is telling this person that, hey, I love this and this is the greatest time of my life. And I don't know who I'd be if I didn't find you and blah, blah, blah. We, you know the things we say that got to be bull. Because the divorce rate's so high. Top two things, sex and money, people are divorcing over. So when the money runs out, people get divorced. Why is that? You're expecting a man to pay. Where's your money at at this point? What are you doing with your money? Are you investing into a business also? You see what I'm saying? Like, we're going out to eat 50,000 times. You're not spending money on food. Where's your money going? You're getting child support checks. You're getting assistance from the government. Where's your money going? Are we helping? Are we helping people? Are we giving out scholarships? What's going on here? Are we tithing? Where is the money going? So we have to be realistic on what's going on here and what a man is seeing. Sometimes he's seeing that you're saving your money. But then it's like, what are you doing to benefit the relationship with that saved money if he's paying for everything? Now, if you're not working, that's a different story. But some women want to say they're a boss chick, look for a man, get this man, but still expect this man to pay because he's a man and that's what a man's supposed to do. But as soon as you say to a woman that she's supposed to clean or something, because that's that same ideology that we're using here, it's a problem. Now we got a thing called Uber's Eats and I know how to order food and we ain't, I ain't got to cook and da 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 da. Again, make it make sense. I mean, we have to have some kind of level of balance out here, some kind of truth to each other on what's really going on, but everybody wants to throw a blanket over it. And what's happening out here is we're having single parent homes. And we think it's cute. We like to brag. Like, oh, yeah, I did it all by myself. Other countries like Russia, they're dominant right now because they have unity. They have family structures. We don't have that. Especially in the black community. It's really sad that no other race is like us. Like, yes, other races have babies out of a wedlock. But the amount that we're doing it at is really outrageous. I want to say we're in like 70-80% out of wedlock. Which means there's no father in the house. 
Now, I can hear how it's going to go on both ends, right? Oh, the, the guy's going to say, oh, she ain't nothing. She trash, dog. And this, that, and the third, you're going to hear the same on the woman's side. Oh, well, I was trying to make it work, but he wouldn't do right. And it's so funny that neither party is doing anything wrong until the baby's here. 